to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Indeed, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Hey, talk radio. Hey, talk radio to thrive by. You do it again for me? I'm not, I don't know Come if I on. could. That, I had a moment of being channeled right there. Do it. Do it. I, I'm I calling you. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> there we go, everybody. Hey, hey, oh, hey. my goodness. What I did is I had true confessions on the last hour on the show. <laughs> and now I have got the fearless lady joining me today. Joining me, known as the the midlife black belt millionaire. And she, Jacqueline, of course, is joining me because what are we taking on today? We're taking on the fear mongers. Fearless factor, four steps to overcoming fear and being your best self now, now. Regardless of what the stock market says right now in this moment, and Jacqueline is joining us. And let me just give you a little bit of information uh, about who she is and what she does, because this is such, such a fabulous conversation. You know, Jacqueline, of course, is, as as I said before, life coach, uh, speaker, and someone that knows how to come over, uh, how to overcome obstacles. I don't don't simply mean overcome them, you know, every day where, you you know, today maybe you didn't get your allowance. I'm really talking about serious obstacles from a childhood, and you're going to hear this. But Jacqueline, of course, is joining me here today, moved to San Francisco with uh, $800 and a backpack. And 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 you're going to hear what she what she moved beyond. But what happens when you're there and you're raising three kids? You know, what happens when, you know, you're on the verge of turning 50 and you look at your life? What do you do? You know, what happens when you look at your yourself and you and you ask yourself, is there more to life than this? Well, if you are Jacqueline, then what you do is you look at what you've done in your life. You translate that into a powerful message to help other people not just know but feel in every cell of their bodies that they can live an empowered, brilliant, prosperous life. And she's joining me here today because we want to snap fear out of the headlines and replace it with joy and courage. Jacqueline, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Well, it's my pleasure always, Pat. It's very nice to be reunited again. (laughs) Very nice for you to take this on, is what I'm thinking. (laughs) Well, you know, here's the thing. When you've spent your entire life dealing with getting past the fears, and for me, as you mentioned briefly in my bio, this started at a very, very early age, and, you know, we can kind of launch right into it here. I started off my life in, in Scotland very poor family. My father was a raging alcoholic who took his rage out, first of all on his wife and then on his children. So I was physically abused as as a child and constantly in that place of not feeling safe. And my mother was powerless. She she definitely didn't have much to, to say about this. So as I grew up, I grew up with a very, very small amount of self-esteem and basically it was rock bottom because I was told always I would never amount to much. That was the message I received a million times during my growing up period in my family home. So of course what that translated into was 
I'll kind of show you by getting into the kind of behavior that they didn't want in the first place, which was A, alcohol, B, drugs, and three, uh, C, unwanted children. And I did all of that before I even got to the age of 20. And complicating it even further was a brother in the family who was severely retarded. I mean, totally basket case. And because my mother went out to work, I had to take care of him because that was just the deal after school. So from a very young age, I had the caretaking duties on top of everything else. So when he died when he was 11 and I was then 13, mm -hmm. that was the start of me saying, enough, I'm out of here. So there was, there was a whole lot of story before I even reached the age of 20, and it kind of continued from there. So the fear factor has been a major part of my life, and overcoming that fear has really been the journey that I'm on and wish to share at this point with the people. Well, and I, I really think that this is the, the time to share it. I, I, I had um, a guest on my show Monday morning, and she said something very interesting. I want to run this by you. Because right now, I think the, the height of fear, uh, and I want to get your take on it, you know, the height of fear that's coming up has to do with money. It has to do with money in a lot of different ways, whether it's a stock market account or whether it's the job that you used to have that you don't have anymore, or how are you going to buy the things to feed your family? Uh, and I'm not saying that's the root cause of it, of it, but it certainly is on a lot of people's minds. Has it always been, Jacqueline? Has it always been on people's minds? I think it's always been on people's minds. Um, uh, you know, I think that, that money is always a big issue. Again, if I go back to my growing up, I grew up... But my father worked in the docks and my mother put labels on whiskey bottles. That was our family. So money was always tight. Money was always a big issue. And some of the biggest fights in our family were over money. And I certainly see even in my own life, even though I am the black belt millionaire, we can talk about that in a little while. Um, I know what money looks like. I know what the luxury life looks like. But I also know that there's huge power struggles that go on behind the scenes with regards to money because money is control and a lot of the issues that people are going through right now is that we are feeling the loss because we've gone from massive expansion to really feeling like we're sucking it all back in again at this point in time and we're really in my my opinion we're on a course correction and that's truly all it is but we're having to make adjustments but that adjustment comes with the, the big word loss over the top of it and that loss is where people get into the identification with the, the material things of their life. And yes, some of it is real. We want a roof over our head. We want food on the table. And we want to send our kids to college. No question about it. But what happens is you get locked up in, I'm not going to have enough one year from now or six months from now or five years from now. Whereas what you really should be looking at is where am I right this minute? And this is something that you and I talked about a lot in our work is getting people into the now. Where are you now? Because that's truly where the, the fear starts from two places, time and thought. And the time aspect is we're looking to the past for the influences that will come up in the future. We're seeing if it happened before, it's going to happen again. If we lost then, we're going to lose again, as opposed to looking at the right now and what do you have. And I say to people, do you still have a roof over your head? The answer is yes. Do you still have food on the table? Yes. Do you still have a job? Maybe, maybe not at this point. But do you still have enough to meet the needs and the base, basics? And they usually say yes. And I say that's all you need to know for this minute. And the rest, 
will come as you start taking action around whatever the, the situation is in your life. And this is really critical for most people to pay attention to because fear is truly imagination-based. And it's all about getting tied up in the thinking. And I know that that's something that you spend a lot of time with on your work. It's about moving beyond that negative, limited thinking. And that's the financial crunch. They're looking at numbers. Money is energy. People forget that. And what you do with that energy is really starts in the brain and how you, you're dealing with the circumstances that are around you. Let's talk a minute, uh, Jacqueline, about this idea of fear being imagination-based. And the reason I want to start here, if you were to listen to the, the, the past uh, show, I talked a little bit about some of my childhood, some of the things, you know, that, that, that I did. But I will tell you that as a child, I had an extraordinary imagination. And I'm not even sure it was imagination. I, I mean, some of the things that I saw but extraordinary and i can only imagine for myself right now that that imagination even as powerful as i thought it was as a young child could imagine the most beautiful fantasies at the same time that same imagination <laughs> could put a whole new twist on monsters and you know and demons and so I want to ask you about being imagination-based. Well, I think you bring up some very important points. You know, again, it's the brain function of, you know, we have a choice. We can think positively or we can think negatively. Uh, like you, I had extraordinary imagination growing up, too, and I think it's really my imagination that saved me in, in so many ways. But um, I think when we are focused too much in one direction, and as I say, we have a choice, negative or positive, which way do you want to go? It's, it's the same coin, just a different switch. Um, this is where we, we can get caught up. Now, they did a study in Chicago a, a few years ago that, that showed that 70% of people's thinking, on average, each day was in the negative. 70%. And if you... We all know we've had a lot of conversations with people, and their whole focus is on loss at this point. You know, what I don't have as opposed to what I do have. And, and I hate to get back to that kind of, you know, standard um, metaphor, if you like, half glass, empty, half full. Right. But ultimately, the glass is always half full. It can be very full depending on your attitude. And attitude is something that, that I personally feel is very, very important in the change process got to have the right attitude and the right attitude at the moment is yes we are feeling a lot of the the constraints that are being placed upon us but it's not the end of the world because the worst thing that could happen to you if if you have a fear of it is you're going to die end of story but meanwhile we know that the only constant factor in life is change it's the only thing that we can absolutely rely on everything else is transitory and if you can adopt that attitude and you can say, okay, for this moment, for now, this is how it is. Mm -hmm. And we're going to go with it this way and things will change again. It's when you get into that headset that says, this is it. But we're, we're definitely screwed. We're, we're <laughs> definitely not going to go anywhere now. Yeah. I, someone said to me this morning, I was talking to someone, they said, you know, I'm on that slipper, slippery slope, sliding way, way down. And we're going to talk about that with Jacqueline when we return from break. What does it mean? What is the fearless factor four-step 
four-step process. What's the invitation? What are we going to share with you? Well, step one is enter the jungle. When we come back, we're going to be talking about what that means and how that jungle shows up for us each and every days, each and every day. And so here today, this is about moving beyond the fear. It's about stepping into the power that is divinely yours. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Everybody was kung fu fighting. Those kids were fast as lightning. In fact, it was a little bit frightening. What would your life be like if you could accomplish anything and everything you want? Join James Arthur Ray in Seattle, Spokane, and Vancouver, B.C. for the secret of attracting the life you want. Learn how your intentions create your reality during this free lecture. Go to thequantumdream.com to register for your free admission and information. James Ray will be in Vancouver, B.C. on March 10th, Seattle on March 11th, and Spokane on March 12th. Visit thequantumdream.com to register now. Hey, Benny, Dr. Pat's looking pretty good lately, don't you think? Yeah, you know what? I noticed that, too. Maybe she's got some new makeup. Nope, it's the ageless secret she's been using. It's an all-natural, organic, energetic cosmetic that's stronger than gravity. They say people that start using it look younger while they're getting older. It's made with purified water and special ingredients, including trace minerals, aloe, and MSM. Ageless secret. Do you think I should start using it? Sure, why not? And get me some, too. Hey, guys. Guys, I heard you talking about the ageless secret. You've got to try it. Just a few sprays of the light mist and my face feels tighter and smoother. The longer I've been using it, the better my results have become. You're going to absolutely love it. So go to agelesssecret.com or call 888-424-4247. That's agelesssecret.com or give them a shout at 888-424-4247 and get some now. How would you like to recession-proof yourself in 2009? Rich Gurman, one of America's most popular business and life coaches, can empower you to do just that. His affordable coaching programs will guide you to a lifestyle of great health, happiness, and prosperity. Go to richgurman.com, spelled R-I-C-H-G-E-R-M-A-N.com to learn more about his popular Coaching 101 classes and mastermind groups. Rich Gurman will help you turn your dreams into reality. Perfco Green. Biodegradable by nature, green by choice. Traditional trash bags stay in our landfills and pollute the earth for over 800 years or more. Perfco Green trash bags disappear naturally within two years and leave nothing harmful behind. Convert your home, school, and business to Perfco Green. Now available at Walgreens, Amazon.com, Office Max, and other local stores. Visit PerfgoGreen.com. That's P-E-R-F. GoGreen.com. Most of mankind's diseases are part of history, but few realize it at this time. A simple, inexpensive mineral supplement has the potential to change your life and your health. Go to thedrpatshow.com and listen to the interview with Jim Humble and Dennis Richard and learn the secrets of why your health is your choice. MMS, the miracle mineral supplement of the 21st century, can be purchased at mmsdr.com or call 760-536-6123. That's mmsdr.com. Real people, real life, real radio. Really? Alternative Talk 1150.
everybody. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. If you want more information uh, about us, just go to our website, www.drpatlive.com or the Dr. Pat Show. So, you know, rather than uh, Jacqueline and I having this conversation, we will have it. This is about opening up the phone lines so that if you are somewhere in the jungle right now, you will be able to get some expert help from my very special guest today, Jacqueline Wales. And so, you know, we're talking about fear, but the question is, are you ready to get unstuck? Are you ready to move beyond it? And so toll-free is what we're doing today. Wherever you are in the United States, anybody listening to this show, this is your moment to get some help to move beyond. 1-800-930-2819. One nine. Uh, Jacqueline, thank you for joining us here today. I, I left this by saying, enter the jungle. You know, fearless factor, four steps. The first one is enter the jungle. We so don't want to do that. No, we don't. Um, you know, I tell a story in my book. There's four women standing at the entrance to a path looking into the jungle, and they know that at the end of this, this trail, there's going to be this amazing experience for them. Their whole self is waiting for them. And they look at each other, and they're humming and hawing, and finally they go, okay, let's do it. And then the next part of the book says, and how many do you think actually did it? Well, none, simply because they made a decision, but they didn't take the action. Nobody put the first step into the jungle to find out what was waiting for them. And that's the problem for most people. They say, yes, yes, we need to do this. Uh, definitely, it's, it's long overdue. And then they take a big deep breath, and they go, but not today. We'll do it tomorrow. And tomorrow never comes. And they just kind of keep cycling the same stuff. Exactly. And, you know, part of this, what does the jungle look like for some of us? Well, it it looks threatening. You know, there's a lot of unknowns. The wonderful thing about change is that, and and I embrace it, I know you do too, is I love that unknown quality. I want to know what's on the other side. Uh, Sam Keen, who wrote uh, Fire in the Belly, he said that fear is the sharp edge of excitement. And I loved it when I heard him say that because I do see that the adrenaline rushes and, and you, you, you know, you're kind of caught up with, yes, I want to do this, but, well, I don't know what's going to go, go on down there. And, of course, the jungle does look like it's, it's full of dark and nasty animals and insects and plants that are going to eat you all up. It's really about being consumed. You don't want to be consumed. But here's the other side of this. You're already being consumed. You're being consumed by your negative thinking. You're being consumed by other people's opinions and expectations about who you think you are. And you're being consumed by this this sense of, I I can't really live my life because other people are going to be affected by it. And, you know, here we are. I'm in midlife, and I'm basically saying, this is my turn. I'm ready to do this on my terms. Nobody else's. And that's something I do talk about in the book quite a bit. Well, you know, I, I think for a lot of us, um, we've been doing this according to somebody else's plan. Mm. Uh, I know that I had to look at my own life in that way and, and, and really take a look at what is it that makes me feel fulfilled in many different as- aspects. But once we take a look and we enter the jungle... And we make that commitment to change, really. And I just, honestly, I watch my best friend Linda go through this. And I, I just love her. You know, she, is, she has become such a role model for me. I watched her lose her job a week ago. And I've watched her 
how she stood with the pain of that and then took action and is figuring this out. And I wanted to ask you, once we have done this and we are we are right there, made that commitment to change, we entered the, the jungle. Um, how do we, in the middle of that, well, let me just call it angst, how do we set up the platform to, to create the right goal? Well, I think this is a very, very important point, that we do need to have a plan. And I always encourage people to write down their vision of where they would like to see themselves in a year from now. You know, what does your life look like under the best of circumstances? Leave out all the, the, the stuff that's going on right now. But ideally, what do you want? Once you've figured out what that is, which is in, in my book is called Know Your Outcome. Once you know what your outcome is going to be, then you can start planning your course of action. What do I need to do on a daily basis? What do I need to do on a weekly, monthly basis? And what will it take for me to get where I want to go? And frequently we don't have the answers to that because there's so many unknowns out there. So a part of it is having the right attitude about that unknown, being okay with that. You know, I always say to my clients when they're, they're caught between betwixt and between, do nothing. And then they look at me and they go, well, how can I do nothing? And I say, simple, just do nothing. Don't make any decisions until you've got some clarity around what it is that you're looking for. And by the way, it's okay to be anxious about this. And, you know, there's no such thing as being fearless because it's all about the choices and the decisions we're making when the fear shows up in our lives. So if you're willing to change, you've already taken the first step out onto the path. You're absolutely overwhelmed with, with what could possibly happen. Again, imagination at, at, at work here, you know, worst case scenarios, all the rest of it. Look towards the beauty because within the jungle, there's extraordinary beauty. There's extraordinary gifts. And these are the gifts that you give yourself. Because as you said, Pat, we're living with our sense of self according to other people or other people's plans because we've succumbed to it. And as women particularly, we are born to serve and we do serve. We serve as wives, we serve as, as mothers, we serve in the workplace and we put our needs second. And so for many women, when they decide to take on this process and confront their insecurities, their fears, the doubts, this is a time of saying, okay, I am worth it. I can do this. But at the same time, you're hearing the voices of the past. You're hearing voices of other people who are telling you that you're really not equipped or you're not worth it. And this is a huge deal. Well, so and, you've got to change the language. Well, you've got to change the language. And it's really great to hear you say that because I don't think a lot of us really, you, you, you know, we're... we're we're, we're, quite, we're quite well taught in a lot of respects about, you know, how to manage our lives. Certainly, we've re read a lot of books. Certainly, you know, we're reading your books, uh, Jacqueline. <laughs> uh, but this is really a process. I love this. I love the four steps that you've out outlined because, you know, the jungle is not something you enter and stay there. You know, we're not saying to stay there. And now we're talking about choosing the right path. So there's this idea. And I, boy, I had this conversation the other day. You know, how do you have the courage to say no to a job that is sitting in front of you that the thought of taking it 
kind of makes you a little sick, especially if you're in the middle of doing something you love. And so this is kind of the conundrum for people. You know, the change of the language is so important and the stories we tell ourselves. Uh, you, you, I guess the question is, uh, what is, is there a shortcut to go from fear to fearless? No. sorry um you know it's a process and uh, you know i would say to people yeah get over it you know i can easily say that get over it but that's not what really happens it's a it's a trial and error process you know you take one step back you take just one step forward two steps back um you know it's really a case of you're testing the water so when you're in fear you know, I'll give you an example. I'm a singer, but I've never been a comfortable singer, even to this day, because I have this fear of losing the lyrics. I can't just suddenly stand up and sing a song because I don't know if, if the lyrics are in my head. But I've been in front of thousands of people singing, and I knew before I went up to the podium to do my thing or up on, on the platform that I was a wreck. You know, knees are are quivering, stomach feels sick, you have to go to the bathroom because you've got diarrhea because you can't stand it. But at the same time, you are, your desire to be there, my desire to be there was was stronger. So I step up and I start singing and I'm aware that within the first couple of minutes, my throat is tight, my, 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 my mouth feels dry and the notes are not sounding as beautiful as I would like them to. But then I gradually get involved in the process. And everything else takes second place. Mm. And before I know it, I am singing amazing, beautiful music and allowing this gift that that God has given me to express itself uh, in whatever way it does. And I had the opportunity to be a cantor for synagogues in Amsterdam and Paris for five years doing the Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur services. It was one of the highest honors of my entire life. And it brought me to my passion for for my voice, for singing, and for creating music that would touch people's hearts. And and this was really a major getting past the fear deal for me. That's one of the examples in my life. And all you can do is just step up to it, say, yes, I am uncomfortable. I definitely don't know what I'm doing here, but I'm going to take a risk, respect your intention, and show courage that everything is going to be just fine because nine times out of ten it is and that's that's simply the truth of the matter but it, it is a process and you have to kind of allow yourself to be in that place and not run away well we're going to talk about how long do we have to be in that place <laughs> I, yeah. I think everybody wants to know the answer to that question uh jacqueline wells joining me here today we're talking about the we're talking about how you get beyond the 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 actually immobilization of fear fearless factor four steps to overcoming fear and being your best at self uh, best self now with my very special guest today when we come back we're going to be talking about how do we get the clearing how do we clear the path what does it mean what do we have to do and honestly how long does this have to take is it a 10-year journey with therapy or not we'll be right back with the dr pat show Bella Genza, 
Extraordinary Hair Care provides professional results naturally. Bella Genza is proud to be the first and original in this category. A line of products that's human-friendly and performs beyond professional standards. Safe, food-grade products that exceed expectations, give great results, and have your well-being in mind. Until now, natural products in salons meant underperformance or at best, a trade-off between being good for the environment but giving less than ideal results. Bella Genza's products are good for you and the environment. Bella Genza's 8-ounce bottle of incredible shampoo is equivalent to a 20-ounce bottle of professional shampoo because Bella Genza starts with a base of aloe rather than water. Visit BellaGenza.com. That's B-E-L-E-G-E-N-Z-A.com. Integrative practitioners, are you looking to improve your holistic approach to wellness? Develop the health coaching skills your clients need. The Center for Integrative Health has made earning your health coaching certificate accessible and in a format designed with you in mind. Completely online, the one-course-a-month format allows you to focus on both your clients and your education. You can complete the certificate in as little as eight months and earn graduate credit from a regionally accredited institution. Financial aid is available. Visit centerforintegrativehealth.org for the National University System Center for Integrative Health. That's centerforintegrativehealth.org or call 800-NAT-UNIV to learn more. That number again is 800-NAT-UNIV. It's a new day. Join intuitive coach Don Marie Stansfield every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific right here on KKNW AM 1150. Don Marie focuses on the self-empowerment of individuals by examining present-day circumstances. She offers practical tools you can use to help overcome difficult situations and move forward on your life path. Learn more at DonsVision.com and catch It's a New Day with Don Marie Stansfield Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific. How do your past lives affect your present well-being? Do anxieties and fears from the past hold you back? Join Brian L. Weiss, MD, in Seattle on March 29th in his 2009 tour, Many Lives, Many Masters, Experiencing Your Past Lives. Explore and release the negative emotions in your past lives with psychiatrist and renowned regression expert, Dr. Brian Weiss. Register early and save $50. Visit hayhouse.com. Outside the box outside the norm inside your radio alternative talk 1150 Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. What a timely, timely conversation. Fearless Factor, four steps to overcoming fear and being your best self now. My special guest today, Jacqueline Wells, joining me here. Uh, Jacqueline, can we take a minute and make sure people have your website so we can direct them? And Surely. It's www.thefearlessfactor.com. Remember to put the word the in there. So it's thefearlessfactor.com. 
So, you know, let's talk about this because, you know, I think it's really important to give people examples of, you know, how how success really works when we move from fear to fearlessness in so many different ways. And I and I talked about the third step for briefly, which we refer to as uh, is uh, as arrive at the clearing. Uh I don't know about you. I, I wanted to ask you, though. I mean, how difficult is this step? I, I, do we want to kind of get to this and skip the other two? What What are your thoughts? No, you need to do the first two. First of all, you know, you start off by entering the jungle and making the, the commitment to change. Okay, and then you're going to create the, the ideal outcome of what you want. And then, of course, make a decision that you're going to have the right attitude about all of that. Going down the path, you're going to start examining yourself. You examine your excuses. You learn how to trust yourself and your decisions. And instead of being your own worst enemy, you become your own best friend because you start to tell yourself the truth and take full responsibility for yourself. Now, these are very important steps. But one of the things that I discovered, and we talked about this briefly during the break, when I was doing my martial arts training, which I started at the age of 43, I realized that a lot of what getting through life is about was simply along those same lines. First of all, you have to be totally focused. You have to be focused on what it is that you want. Then you have to be disciplined enough to be able to carry forward the steps that, that you're, you're trying to implement. And that, of course, is a place where a lot of people do fall down because they like to be led rather than, than lead. And the, after the discipline, you start getting the determination. You want to know that you can make it through, and you're determined to make it through. And because of that, you get a commitment to the process. And the commitment to the process is really, really key in this. And it's a bit like going on a diet where you say, you know, I need to lose some weight. Well, I'll do it tomorrow. Or you'll start the diet, and then after a couple of days, you can't stand being hungry any longer, so you go back to your old ways. You've got to make a complete commitment to the process. When I was an alcoholic and I decided that no more, I was getting off of that bandwagon, I had to absolutely turn it off. And I turned it off overnight, but it was my willpower that was really working at that point in time. And the next part after the commitment is the follow-through. And that's where a lot of us fall apart, the follow-through. And I have to say, even for myself, I'm an implementer uh -huh. in, in terms of who I am. Follow through is hard for me. You know, I've got to follow up, follow through, do all that kind of stuff. Prefer somebody else did that. But no, you have to take that control yourself. Because here's the thing about fear in general. It basically means that you don't trust you can handle whatever comes up. So you get wrapped up in, in avoiding it because you don't trust yourself. Right. And right. so when you're arriving at the clearing, the clearing is really a place where you can go, oh, okay, well, I've done all this. I've, I've focused, disciplined, determined, committed, following through. And now I can start to identify who I am. What are my strengths? Looking at mistakes as being something that is simply the fabric of who I am and how I've led my life. I like to call it failing your way towards success. Oh, that's great. And it's a fabulous way of looking at it because truly if we don't fail, if we don't make mistakes, we'll never know if it was right or wrong because we're never going to hit that bullseye time after time after time. And then, of course, when you're in the clearing, you're starting to look at how you talk to yourself. What do I need to do to change my language so that I can become the person I want to be, the person that I really think that deep down 
I am. With, you know, after you've wiped out all the, the opinions and expectations of the authority figures in your life who've kind of molded you to who you think you should be as opposed to who you are. And in the clearing, you can also explore your passions. What is it that turns you on? What is it that makes you feel like it's worth getting out of bed in the morning for? And then, of course, from there, we do go forward and we take that risk of doing what we want to do on our terms which, as I said earlier, the risks we take to respect your intention and show courage, because throughout this entire process, there's courage involved. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that I I was really struck by in looking at this particular stage is is that, you know, this is the stage where the yeah buts show up, Mm -hmm. I I believe. And, you know, help me out with this. I mean, this is the stage where you get the you get issues like age and you actually you know, you actually have, uh, uh, you know, one of the chapters in the book that that that's called age is just a number. Uh, But this is one of these things where, you know, somebody is thinking about their passion. I would really like to have a you know i'd really like to run a farm and have youth join that farm and then kicks in oh yeah right you know you should have done this when you were 20 uh, you know what i'm saying i know what you're saying and but, here's what i have to say about the butt yeah. butts are something we sit on <laughs> <laughs> yeah they certainly are uh and you know and, and is this the stage where those show up yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, all throughout it, there's the yeah, buts going on. You know, yeah, but, you know, I've got family that I've got to consider. Yeah, but my husband's not going to like this. Yeah, but I'm not going to make enough money. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I'm really too old. Yeah, but I'm really not that talented. Yeah, but, and it goes on and on and on. There's so, a big one. There's the yeah, but, but I don't have the education one, Yeah, I too. don't have the education. I don't have the money. Uh, I, you know, I don't have. I don't, I don't, I don't. Well, how about if you don't have it now, you can get it. Okay. We can we can all be educated. We can all be figuring out how to take advantage of of a particular situation or opportunities that arise. Most of the time we're walking around with blinkers on, frankly. Mm -hmm. You know, we have very myopic views of, of what life is all about. We see it from a very narrow perspective and the focus is very, very confined. So when I talk about focus in the process that I explained earlier, the focus is on what getting what you really want. And being able to identify that. And I think when you're in the clearing, that's the time when you really do start to identify who am I and what truly am I moving towards. Because especially for women in midlife, there's a sense of looking for meaning and purpose at this stage of the game. And, and that's really what the aging thing is all about. You know, we, we get old if we sit in our chairs and we watch television. We don't really do very much with ourselves. Now, for some people that might work, but frankly... I think, why? Because it's such a waste of life. But uh, there is always, always something that you can engage in that will allow you to feel like you're actively involved in life. And that is really critical at any stage. I don't care what age you are. Well, and, you know, this now leads me, you you know... uh, I love what you've put together. But, you know, other things that you've done in this uh, is you, you actually include stories, right, yes. uh, about women. And I want to talk about this for a minute because I think you call them, I think, tales from the trail. Mm-hmm. And I, and I want to I talk about these because I think we can learn so much from stories and other people. I, I think sometimes we, shine, we can shine the light on what others were faced to inspire us to know that we can do it, too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and that was why I included them. When I first started the book, I uh, got in touch with, with some 
members of my Fearless Fifties website, and I said, I'm looking for people to submit some stories on what it took for you to begin feeling fearless. And one of the stories in the book, for instance, uh, her uh, mission in life was to live fearless and female. And it began in her teens when one of her best friends was murdered. And she went, and this was in, in college, and she went into a period of, of deep depression and a feeling of insecurity. She really felt that, that she was kind of had a number on her for that one too. And it took her a lot of years to realize that she could actually do something with that. And eventually uh, she conquered her own fears and insecurities and she was able to step out. She started teaching martial arts and she now goes around the country speaking to women and and, and teens, teaching them the skills of survival. And uh, she puts up these punching bags and she you know, allows them to, to engage with it. And there are there are workshops around the country, you probably know about them too, that are geared specifically for women who have been violated. And I was physically abused and sexually abused. So there was a lot of issues around intimacy and trust and uh, the real fear of, of being beaten up again. I mean, it was a time in my life when if someone raised their hand too quickly, I would flinch. And it was it was automatic. I didn't even think about it. I would flinch. And one day my husband at the time, I'd been married for 29 years, he raised his hand to do something when we were in the middle of a big argument, and I flinched. And he looked at me and he said, you don't really think I was going to hit you, did you? Huh. Well, and you know, for, for any of us that have been through that, uh, yeah, we do. <laughs> Yeah, we do. Yeah, it's yeah. very. It's so not even deeply. a thought, actually. No, it's, it's not a even a thought. Reaction. Yeah, it, it's absolutely reactive. Right. And this is that knee-jerk reaction is a lot of what we're changing when we are going into the fears. You know, it's that that reactive behavior that ultimately causes us incredible harm. You know, when we're quick to judge, when we're quick to criticize, when we're quick to blame, these are the places where we're really afraid. That's, that's what that's all about. When I can't say that I'm, I'm wrong when I am wrong or when I can't admit that I'm, I've made a mistake mm-hmm. because I'm being seen as weak or vulnerable, that's the fear. That's the fear. I'm not good enough that someone's going to reject me because the basics of fear are simply this. We will be abandoned or rejected. We will be humiliated, embarrassed, or we will lose something valuable in our lives. And these are really the fundamentals of what fear is tied up with. And if we can get our heads around that, Mm -hmm. then we can start making the moves forward. Well, we're going to get our heads around it right now. For those of you tuning in, are you ready to do some clearing? When we return, we're going to talk about what it means to master the jungle. I love this. What does it mean to master the jungle? With my very special guest today, Jacqueline Wells. We'll be right back with the show.
Performance Velocity brings you the breakthrough human performance formula. ETA equals R, where energy intelligence is the key competency for the successful business leader. Are you ready for this emerging trend? You can ignite leadership, accelerate execution, and deliver peak performance every time. Performance Velocity can help you, your management team, or your company. Call 303-744-2464. Human performance is their business. Visit performancevelocity.com and start getting results now. MBSConnect.com. Mind, Body, Soul Connect is an innovative and interactive wellness resource company. The mission of MBS Connect is to help America be well by providing easy access to progressive programs, products, and providers. MBS Connect is building networks of wellness providers nationwide using all types of modalities who want to be part of the wellness revolution. To find a provider in your area, call 888-398-9287 or visit mbsconnect.com. Imagine a world where noodles are calorie-free? For centuries, Japanese women have eaten these noodles. Used in soups and other dishes in Japan, these miracle noodles have been highly regarded as a health food that's good for the intestines and for weight loss. Now they're available here at MiracleNoodle.com. As seen on ABC News, Miracle Noodles have zero net carbs and zero calories. You don't have to give up noodles anymore. Just add these noodles to your dishes, dramatically lowering calories while still enjoying your food. Low-calorie dishes are made easy by including Miracle Noodles, and the whole family will enjoy eating them. Just use Miracle Noodles in place of carbs in a meal to reduce calories easily and dramatically. Now you know why it's called Miracle Noodle. Add noodles back into your diet now, guilt-free at MiracleNoodle.com. That's MiracleNoodle.com. Hi, this is Dr. Scott Lynch from Valley Chiropractic Wellness Center. Listen up. Do you work in front of a computer more than one hour per day? Research shows that poor posture while working in front of the computer can cause the stress response leading to physical and emotional compromise. So don't forget, every hour, recheck your posture and take in six deep breaths. This will help you maintain peak health. For more healthy living tips, visit us at vcwc.net. Once again, vcwc.net. Would you like to smile more and feel more joy in your life? Lie High Joy's funny, delightful, inspiring items have proven to put big smiles on people's faces and make them feel good. That's why their joyful creations will be given to all the top nominees at the 2009 Academy Awards. So, to get big smiles and feel good now, visit flyhighjoy.com or call 888-569-1332. Ahead of the talk radio curve, naturally. Alternative Talk 1150. Yes, 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 indeed. What a fabulous, fabulous show. Uh, you know, Jacqueline Wells joining us here today. Jacqueline, thank you for joining us. Why don't we take a minute, give out that website again to people right before we get into talking about what it means to master the jungle. Thank you, Pat. It is www.thefearless.com. 
fearlessfactor.com. And as I said earlier, remember to put the in front of Fearless Factor, thefearlessfactor.com. And uh, at the end of the show, I've got a nice offer to make to your listeners. Well, uh, why don't we give them that offer now? Excellent. Um, if you go to my website, uh, there is a free e-course on there on the four easy steps to getting and overcoming fear in your life so you can live your best life now. And if you sign up for that, you'll get that in your mailbox. And I'm also offering a 30-minute consultation with me. To anyone who wants to take me up on that offer, you get 30 minutes with me to talk about what's going on in your life and hopefully give you some strategies to get you moving forward in the direction that you want to go in. So both of those are on the website, and uh, please come on in. It would be my pleasure to talk to you. Well, and and talk to you. I bet they everybody's out there thinking, how do I do that? Well, we've made it very easy. This is an important book. And, and beyond that, this is an important body of work. Let's talk about this idea to master the jungle. That's how we started. We entered the jungle. Now we're talking about how to master the jungle. This is such an important idea and i i want to talk about this because one of the things that you talk about is is how to play a bigger game and and you know and yet we choose not only to play small but when we're in times of duress we actually even choose smaller than where we were before the duress i mean i don't really understand the cycle but i think that 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 is a little pattern we can get into here don't you think there's no question that that's the case and and certainly i think for for women in particular the playing small means that if if i play small then nobody's got the opportunity to knock me down playing the bigger game is when you've built your confidence when you're really starting to get a hold of all the strengths and skills and experience that you have and seeing is a very positive aspect and, 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 and so forth of your life, the playing the bigger game is being able to visualize much more than you have right now. And that, for a lot of people, is threatening. They don't want to go there. Now, I always quote the Marianne Williamson thing of, of you know, who are you not to play big? Because here's the thing about it. If you have something to offer the world, and all of us do, and I want every single one of you on this call to hear that, we all do, then it is up to us to share it with the world, not to play small, not to call ourselves names, not to diminish ourselves in any shape or form, because somehow it feels safer. Trust me, it's much safer when everybody's out there where they can see you. It's, it's a far easier route to take. But it's a hard one for a lot of people to, to get their heads around. Well, and this is really what's important because there are a lot of people, and, you know, myself included, uh, and I know this must be your story as well. You know, we make it through uh, steps one, two, and three. We actually do get to the clearing. Uh, and, and then we're asked to, uh, you know, to move beyond the struggle. You know, to move beyond sort of the wallowing and whatever it is, move beyond the story. And even though, you, you know, mo- most of these steps have helped us, without mastering the jungle, we would go through these stages and perhaps not be at that place of, of the zone of the fearless factor. Uh, and, and yet we're still unhappy because we've chosen to play small again. This then becomes a conundrum. Don't we have to start the steps again? <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> no. Not at all. Okay, you, good. Thank you. you. 
what you have to do is you have to kind of wake yourself up to the fact that you've done all this hard work. You've achieved all of this remarkable transition. And now if you choose to downplay it, you're kind of wasting your, your hard-won uh, goals and hard-won trophies, if you like. But the whole idea of, of being small, and I went through this myself, even recently, when I was talking to somebody who was a success coach, and, and he was all about creating millionaires and so on and so forth, and I truly wanted to be able to step up and say what it was that was on my mind. And I realized when I stood up to speak that I was still playing very small. I didn't want to be one of the big guys on a certain level, but yet every part of me, my ambition says, absolutely, you have something here worth crowing about. You have something here that people need to know about. And you're not going to hide it under a bushel. You're going to say it out loud. And I always use the wonderful Marcel Proust who said, if you ask me why I came here, I will tell you it is to live out loud. And we all have that potential within us. Now, as a singer, when I'm in a room full of women who are, are you know, speaking to me, if I have people who have very quiet voices. Mm -hmm. I usually ask them to speak up. And I have this exercise where I ask them to say it louder and louder. And it's so threatening for people to open their mouths and say, yes, this is who I am. So when I say play a bigger game, play the bigger game and take control of your life. It's not about controlling other people's lives. It's about controlling your own life according to who you are and what it is that you seek in this life. And I also say when we're in Mastering the Jungle, assume your dream. That means live your dream right now. Act as if. When you're putting your mind out to whatever it is that you want to, to achieve, whether it's money or whether it's status or whatever the case may be, start assuming that particular energy right now. Because truly, when we do that, that's when the results happen. And that's the magic right there. If I can tell you I'm a best-selling author, I am a best-selling author. It doesn't matter if the numbers don't jive with it at this moment in time. It is simply my vision is there, and trust me, I'm going to get there. And so what comes with that is acting with purpose. You're not just going about it willy-nilly. You're taking definite action forward towards your goal. And then what happens when you're really in Mastering the Jungle you're very confident, and you're going to stay confident. And the way you stay confident is you need to get some mentors around you. You need to get a support team around you because, as we know, none of this change happens in a vacuum. We need an entourage of people who believe in us. And if you've got toxic people in your life, uh. folks, it's time for you to move away from it mm -hmm. because they're destructive. Well, they're not going to get the bigger dream. No, they're not. They're, they're going to want you to stay small. No, exactly. Right, right, right. And there's a lot of people who are invested in keeping you small because it makes them feel bigger. Well, I'll tell you, what a great show. I am so thrilled for you. I so am jazzed about the book. I want to take a moment, you know, before we sign off here. Would you please let everybody know about the special offer again? Absolutely. If you go to www.thefearlessfactor.com, you'll be able to uh, sign up and get my nine-part e-course 
which is about four easy steps to overcoming your fears, self-doubts, and anxiety so you can truly become your best self now. And then on the following page, you got an option to sign up for a 30-minute consultation with me where you can come on in and talk to me about what's going on in your life right now, and let's see if we can't figure out some strategies to get you moving forward and give you the kind of support that you need in order to truly become the fearless woman or man that you are because the gift is within every single one of us. I love this. Thank you, Jack, uh, Jacqueline. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's, what a fabulous book. I'm so glad we're one of the first people to introduce it to our listeners. You rock. <laughs> Thank you, darling. I appreciate it. All right, everyone. Great conversation. If you missed any part of this, you'll be able to find this up on www.thedrpatshow.com. Until tomorrow, remember the fearless factor. Is that the way you want to live your life? Do you want to live your life big? If you've said yes to that and said yes to today's show, make sure you check out Jacqueline's website, www.thefearlessfactor.com. And let's take this energy into our day today. See you right back here tomorrow.